0: Thank you. guys, and welcome to another episode of Outwatch, a Survivor Rewatch podcast. My name's Alex, your host and guide through our Outwatch journey, where we recap, rewatch, and react to seasons of Survivor lost to time, discoverable only through the the mysterious codex that is CBSAllAccess.com. And we here have done the work of decoding these ancient texts and bringing them to you here in a digestible format via podcast.
1: Ironically, Uh, we started this podcast before COVID.
0: (laughs) Indeed. The rich text that we're diving into this season is Survivor 33, Millennials versus Gen X, and we are episode by episode breaking down the goings-on of the episode of Survivor. This is episode 7 of the season, titled, I Will Destroy You. The final episode before the merge of the season, and I'm joined by three of my friends who are taking their first forays into Survivor and into this season. Um, so whether you're rewatching along with us or you're reminiscing on these old seasons, we're happy to have you and hope that this serves as a, uh, a great companion to your watches of these seasons or uh, a helpful reminiscent journey when you think about survivor seasons gone by, because there's not new ones, at least for now, which is a sad thing that we should be getting survivor like um, like in a couple months if um, the world wasn't on fire. Mm-hmm. Maybe the biggest loss um, of this whole pandemic has been survivor ah, 41. I
2: don't that far. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, I think you had a point. I think you had a point. <laughs> Let him
1: finish. <laughs>
0: Uh, So before we get any further, why don't you meet my co-hosts? First off, leading our fantasy survivor scoring, uh, the owner of Adam's Apple Squares Tribe is Adam. Welcome to Outwatch.
1: So good to be here.
0: At the beginning of this episode, this is one of my favorite parts of this episode, uh, Adam and Taylor sit on the beach after Adam just voted out Taylor's girlfriend, Figgy, and Adam explains to him why he's trying to mend fences, right? But he goes about it in a very strange way. I screwed you. I lied to you and I screwed you. Basically by telling Taylor every reason that he should not want to work with him going forward. And um, I thought this would be a fun thing to role play. Um, Adam, imagine that you're in um, Adam's scenario here. or You've just broken the trust of a friend or a partner. And you're about to start an apology in the same way that Adam is Uh, the Adam on the show. How, how would you go about doing this? (laughs) Is that convoluted enough of a setup?
1: Here's, here's my thing. Here's my thing. If I were Adam, I would approach it like this. Like I screwed you. I lied to you. I voted out your girl. I, I didn't loop you in, but you know what? Now we're even for Mari, so let's move on. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) That's very good. (laughs) Uh, He left that part out.
0: Uh, I'm currently in second place in our fantasy survivor scoring is Emily and her Avocado No Toast tribe. Welcome to Outwatch.
4: Well, thanks for having me.
0: Uh, Same thing, Emily. Could you do this uh, Adam impersonation?
4: This is going to be horrible, but it felt like he was saying. You know, I made plans behind your back, and I am the worst teammate, and you should vote me out next, <laughs> and I will not stop talking until you say it's time for revenge, or whatever the heck the name of the show was.
0: I will destroy <laughs> you. I will
4: destroy you. You should destroy me. <laughs> that's what, yeah, that's what it sounded like. It was, yeah. I screwed it's you. A little you.
2: I lied to you, and I screwed you. <laughs> it can be a little
0: dramatic for sure yeah uh scott you're bringing up the rear in the fantasy scoring but that's okay welcome to outwatch hello thanks for having me can you do the same thing for us scott
3: i can try um i heard it and i was kind of like he was like he was saying taylor i screwed you everyone you know and love is now disappointed in you <laughs> because of me <laughs> but that's okay <laughs> Because I'm going to keep talking, even though you probably weren't thinking about this before. I am the reason that you are not having a good time. This is not fun anymore. Yeah, of course, Taylor um,
0: did respond um, with this thing that I'm trying to find. This is always so hard to find. Um, And I just can't. There it is. This isn't fun for me right now i have <laughs> yes. to be honest i need to get better at uh soundboard navigation
4: well we've just picked up so many good bites you know
0: yeah it's just so, so hard to pick one
3: so many memes
0: so this uh episode of survivor is titled i will destroy you that's um a direct quote from taylor himself now no longer he's missing the fig to his tails um and now he's just Taylor.
2: Now he's just tails.
0: He's just tails. He's missing his <laughs> like tails. He's missing his Sonic the Hedgehog. Where's Wu?
1: <laughs> miles Power. Uh, can oh, I find his real name? It sounds like Miles per hour. Sorry.
0: <laughs> if only he had Wu to be the Sonic to his tails. Boom! Sonic
1: the Hedgehog style. <laughs>
0: That's who Taylor is missing. <laughs> I
1: would. I would love actually to see Wu and taylor on the same they team would
0: get along great
1: like i'd be like woo jay and taylor it'd just be a fun time it's be like be dude you. yeah jay lu jay
0: jay <laughs> lu would be the would... <laughs> threesome name wow <laughs> There's probably fan fiction out
1: there. <laughs>
0: uh, so how
2: about you can, we, you can
1: send that fan fiction to us? Don't
0: do ours. that. Nope. <laughs> nope. We don't want it. Let's uh, let's go down to tree mail and hit the larger points and the story beats of this episode. What do you say?
4: Let's do it. Let us.
0: Uh, we start out with Adam explaining his move to Taylor. I screwed you. I lied to you and I screwed you. And Taylor doesn't really take this well, as you could imagine. On the um, one of these other tribes, I don't know. It's hard to keep these these (laughs) tribe colors straight. This is the uh, (laughs) the the orange tribe. Uh, David tells Zeke about his idol. David feels his trust is budding with Zeke and um, confirms it by telling him the information about his idol. At the reward challenge, we've got to get a bunch of balls out of a sack and then throw it on a big perch. The winner gets a personal chef to come to their camp and second place gets some kebabs. Orange gets first place, then green gets second place. Um, Back on the purple tribe, after Figgy's gone, Taylor pledges his loyalty to Ken and Jess. And at the green tribe, Hannah is suspicious of Brett's profession. Uh, and uses that to put heat on him, trying to make him a target at an upcoming tribal council. The immunity challenge is a coconut throw, followed by a combination lock, and then rounded out with a little slingshot target practice. Purple wins outright, and then orange comes from way behind, sending the green tribe to tribal for the first time since the swap. Back at that Green green Tribe, things start out with Brett and Sunday recognizing that it seems to be between them. And meanwhile, Michaela's out there on the beach using shells and rocks to diagram her thought process behind it, not really mattering which Gen X player they vote out, which for some reason makes Jay realize that Michaela's really smart and dangerous. Somehow, this connection of her using these beach... Items to make diagrams makes Jay realize that she's smart. And then he hatches this plan to vote Michaela out instead of one of the Gen Xers after much scrambling. Michaela is voted out by a vote of four to two. Hannah is also left out of the vote and our queen. Michaela becomes a pre-merge fallen angel. this was shocking um at least the first time I watched this I imagine for y'all after Michaela has been getting such a lion's share of our conversation this was shocking for you too
2: It was Mhm Ice cream
0: Emily Michaela was on your tribe um would you care to uh, eulogize Michaela's game. What what went wrong for her? What did you most appreciate about her um send her off with a viking funeral.
4: Wow. Words could not express how much I enjoyed Michaela as a player. I think she was amazing. I think like she showed a lot of strength uh, physical and just like strength of character. Yeah. That I know would ripple out beyond this game because there was there's just like a lot of examples in which she just wouldn't give up mm-hmm. and she finally had that breakthrough so she's tough and she was i mean she is very smart she was a very strategic player and the really refreshing thing about her was that she had this really strategic thought process about everything but she also was not afraid to say what she thought
2: mm-hmm.
4: um to the point of sometimes i was like oh gosh i wonder how that's going to go over but i mean she just was who she was in this game and i thought It took her really far and it's really disappointing, honestly, Yeah, that she went home because she was so good. Yeah, Like they're really, she wasn't like claiming power and like getting power hungry. She wasn't to the point where she felt like too in control. Cause I've talked about that before Mm -hmm. where people just get too comfortable and then they get voted out. She wasn't at that point. I think I wish I would have been able to see her go farther in this game. And Mm -hmm. I said to Adam, as we were watching it, if she doesn't, when she still deserves a million dollars.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, Michaela's great. Like, I forgot how much of a star she is in the first half of the season. Um, there's, like, of course, like, David has a ton at the beginning. Um, Zeke is pretty f- uh, front and center, as is Figtails, too. But I think that, like, pretty inarguably, Michaela is, like, the star of this the show to this point.
1: Yeah, I think... The thing about Michaela too was that she wasn't. She was really strategic, but she wasn't coming at it from this perspective of like, "I'm telling you to vote who to vote out." I'm telling you to do this. I'm telling you to do that. She really came at it from this perspective of like, "Look, this is a situation. We're all in. We're tight. So this is these are the people that like we're free game. Who do we want to vote out? Yeah. So like she she just came across as so loyal." And that's the part that made the vote out really weird to me if we're going to analyze the actual decision to vote her out. Because I I, I get that Jay and Will were both kind of like man, she's really strategic thinking but she's so loyal up until this point. Like she is so like you know, this is like, we're we're a team like the, the eight millennials or however many millennials there are. Like we're a team like, yeah, I'm not upset if certain people go home, but also like When it comes down to it, it's going to be this group of millennials versus that group of millennials. And until we get to that point, it's millennials. Mm -hmm. So I I don't know. That was just like. She she was so loyal the whole time, like every time we saw her, like she would if if you were on her side, she fought for you. Yeah. And that that's what made the decision to vote her out. So like. Wild to me.
0: Yeah, that's a really good point, because, yeah, you're. Totally right. The thing that she's advocating to do is like keeping that group of people together.
2: Mm -hmm. I think
0: it's, yeah, like a decision made out of fear from like Jay's perspective, right? He's saying like, wow, she is a very strong player. She's like dominating every immunity challenge. Mm -hmm. Um, Even if she's on my side, I am intimidated by her or don't think I can beat her. And so they decided to cut her. They decided to... Sadly, to Michaela, say, Bye, Felicia.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: So, like, I could, I had a hard time, like, I obviously hated it, but, like, I see why they did it. Yeah. Like, that's what sucks about it. Like, it's not like a bad move, right? I don't, I mean, she's very, she's probably like the best player in the game. So, yeah. like, I think it's a good play to like get her out, but yeah, I guess we can question like the timing
1: and everything, but yeah, I, I still hate it like for her as a player. Cause she's just I, awesome. I think the timing, like, like what you just said there, it's the timing of it is what gets me. Like I totally understand voting out Michaela, like from a, I want to win a million dollars perspective. There's, it's just, yeah, I, I don't know that this was the right time or maybe it was the right time. And that's just, you know, the way it fell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I
4: just don't know. Like she's just so tough for me to say goodbye to, because I don't know what she could have done differently. I mm-hmm. yeah. it's like purely, she was just too good of a player. That's really it. Not even yeah. like a, she's taking too much leadership or like one of those reasons. Mm-hmm. She was just such a good player. And it sucks that she had to leave because of that. Cause it's like, mm-hmm. it's such a fine line. And she even recognized that they kind of hinted at yeah. what was going to happen earlier because she was helping her team a lot to win a challenge. And she was like, "I hope that doesn't make people put a target on my back." It's like she's a team player, you know. And at what point well, do you like
1: and like specifically? And hide? She she wasn't gonna like back down from a challenge because it might hurt her in the game. Which, like, again, like plus and minuses. Like, if you're on her side, I feel like that should have been such a big plus.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That, like, yeah, I don't know, because I I don't think that she was like she was dominant in the challenges, but I don't see how you look at her and think like man, she's just going to run away with individual immunity. Like I, I think that she'd probably win a couple, but I, i Yeah. That's like
0: so hard to do for anyone.
1: Yeah. So especially like, I mean, you're going into a merge. It would potentially, I mean, you you don't know, they don't know they're going to merge right then, but the merge is happening soon, which means your merge is somewhere going to be in the neighborhood of 13, 11 to 13 people, 10 to 13 people, maybe like, that's a lot of challenges to run through. And, and not have any opportunities to get rid of her. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, yeah. It just it just sucked that like it, it sucked that there wasn't really a whole lot she could do besides yeah. be worse at challenges or like you know just not try to hold her alliance together, which is all she was really doing and showing the the shells and everything.
0: I think if you could say anything, it's like what she lacked on this tribe. Well. I don't know. Maybe I'll even like walk this back as I am thinking through it now. Like what I was going to say is that she lacked the one person that she was close enough to that would like go to bat to save her. Right. Um, That like none of these people were so close to her that they were like, wait, no, we can't vote out Michaela. I say that, but then they they didn't. Yeah, they didn't tell Hannah. So maybe Hannah was that person and she was just in a bad situation.
1: Brett was so nice to her the like, entire Brett was time.
0: was so on the bottom that anybody but him, yeah, he was no. going to be willing to do the, it, right?
1: That's the thing that, like, you you know that Brett and Sunday aren't going to say anything because effectively what they're saying, but, like, also, like, you know that Jay and Will are going to try to flip it. Like, I, I don't know. She, yeah, I, I think her, that is her biggest thing is, like, she was close to potentially one person, potentially Hannah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who would it, have like who would have even come to her and just been like, hey, they're, they they want to write your name down. Like we got to hustle if we want to like change that. Yeah. Cuz Brett too, I there were, a, a few episodes ago we talked about how like great and nice Brett was to like I mean to everyone, but like in particular to Michaela where he was I mean like
2: mm-hmm.
1: Like she started the fire and she went off and she like was kind of like crying to herself and then she came back like trying to compose herself and Brett was like no like do it cry like that's you know like what you did was awesome like he was so like great to her in that moment but like I I don't know I, I I'm I'm worried that we gave Brett basically too much credit now at this point of like is he is he going to do anything in this game
4: Yeah yeah I think it would have been so interesting if. He, which, I mean, I understand wanting to just, like, save yourself and not cause any ripples, but just, you know, he knows this vote's going to happen. And if he went to Michaela and Hannah and he was like, listen, Jay is planning this. Let's flip on Jay. Exactly. And that's
1: that's the, like, strategic thinking that, like, I I feel like someone should have gone through Brett or Sunday if they were, like, really looking to play this game hard. Yeah. And because, I mean, you're coming into this, you're coming into a merge, potentially with the millennials outnumbering the Gen Xers. So either you like hustle so that way the millennials coming into this game are people that trust you, that you save their life. Yeah. Or you hope and pray that the millennial that is talking to you right now strings you along after the merge. And I just, I don't think that you can win if you're, Basically, just hoping and praying.
4: Yeah. Cause I was just thinking, I was like, well, maybe, you know, I'm sure they have no beef with Jay, but you're right. That would have been the difference is that if they had gone in with Michaela, she's very loyal and she probably would have taken them into an alliance or something. Yeah. She would be more loyal to them than Jay will be to them.
1: Yeah.
0: I think totally. just like putting your, I don't know, we can't put ourselves in anybody's shoes because we've never played yeah. Survivor, but like imagining. From Brett and Sunday's perspective, where they are sure you like get that conversation on the beach earlier. They're sure right. it's one of them. And then they hear, wait, it's not like why would you want to mess with that? Right. right. So like, and oh, yeah, okay, yeah, like, we're saying that, that's
1: totally fair too. I I don't know that anyone, I don't know that anyone this is like one of the few uh tribals we've seen where like I'm looking at someone and being like, this person messed up. but they had just done this, they should have done this, they should have done, done that. Like, there are obviously options. That someone could have taken, but like I don't inherently think that anyone necessarily did anything wrong here. Yeah, in the way it went, potentially leaving out Hannah, but yeah, and just like maybe
0: just perfect timing from Jay.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, it's probably going to be hard to make this move really at any other point.
1: We also we're coming at this from perspective. We really like Michaela, mm-hmm. and we're not. We don't dislike Jay, but we don't like Jay's alliance. Right. So like, I I also, I I also like would fully recognize that we're coming at this perspective of like, how do we save this person and get rid of the person that we're not the biggest fan of, (laughs) like you know, sort of mentality. But yeah. So yeah, this was, this was a really good episode. Did, this is my question because I looked at Emily before tribal or not before tribal before the immunity challenge. Mm -hmm. I looked at Emily and I said, green is growing to tribal tonight.
2: Hmm.
4: Yeah, they had all the airtime up at that point
1: it was like there was there was some stuff with adam like and taylor like yeah. oh like taylor's gonna try to get back at him and then there was stuff with like chris and paul and zeke
2: and yeah paul who am i thinking of david Back. <laughs> paul back sorry <Hey>, paul back
1: <laughs> my name is paul david <laughs> i forgot i forgot paul <laughs> but oh, and there, was, there was some stuff like david uh chris and zeke like on their stuff but the biggest like michaela's sitting here like i hope no one sees me as a threat and yep. votes me out yeah and Uh, Oh, okay (laughs) and then like Brett and Sunday like talking about like man I don't know what we're gonna do if we ever go to tribal it's like it would suck if we have to go to tribal like it's all this stuff back and forth and then you get to you get to the actual immunity challenge and I'm like green's gonna lose like they have to lose otherwise this whole buildup has been weird like yeah yeah
0: Yeah, especially with three tribes I feel like that's kind of common
1: yeah and that's not like I don't know how you do that better (laughs) and not feel like you wasted a third of the episode but
0: do you think that when Jay was pulling off uh, this blindside, he heard this in his head?
2: Oh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Judging by his face, I know he would.
0: <laughs> I think he did until Michaela turned around <laughs> and then yeah. he- I she was going to punch him. And then I think instead he w- was thinking this. I probably pooped on myself. <laughs> <laughs>
1: For for the listeners, Michaela, when she realized what was happening, whipped around and looked at Jay because she knew he was the orchestrator of this event Mm -hmm. and stared him down like it was. I, I think
0: that is our listeners can correct me if you have any other uh, applicants for this, but I think that's the best vote out reaction in the history of Survivor.
1: I loved it. Yeah. When I love like Kayla's just like, y'all fucked up. Like yeah. I just like <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, she's and she's, I appreciate her. she's just like so loyal and she was so mad. Yeah. But she just and she was staring at him and she was giving him dagger eyes. But I think her whole point was like, you're gonna have to look me in the face when I get yeah. voted out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, Jay was very uncomfortable.
1: It was that. very much like you gotta own this. Like yep. you decided mm-hmm. that you're gonna do this, and now you're gonna own it.
4: Yeah.
1: I loved in her
3: um like outro, she goes, "I'll just get rich another way." Yeah, I <laughs>
4: told Michaela like, just to be like, hold me down."
3: Yeah, oh I'm like, "You're such a
0: queen." Yeah, like the that whole sequence. Uh, we can go into this question. This would have been my answer to the question, but of course, the like, what is the most like entertaining? Your favorite part of this episode, the most discussable part, and for me. As much as it sucks to lose Michaela, the way that she goes out in a blaze of glory is just so incredible. When uh, yeah. she like after like the the third vote on her or whatever that Jeff reads, when she's like, Who did that? And and then she looks at Jay and she goes, Did you do that? And Jay goes, Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah, there before that there's the loud I forgot to pull this. I made the note to that when she goes, What? yeah Yeah. it's just so it's yeah it's so Michaela it's incredible uh very fun probably the best way that anyone's ever gone out after in the process of being voted out um Emily did you have a favorite moment of this episode or something that we haven't uh hit on yet that is gonna be um deserving of much discussion
4: You know, mine is a joke, but it could be a real conversation when David is with Zeke on the beach. Yeah. And he tells him about his idol. He says, I trust you, (laughs) but he says it softly. (laughs) I trust you. I trust you. you. (laughs) Yeah. Instead of (coughs) like that. He's like, Zeke, I trust you. I was like, you sound like a human. <laughs> and I think Adam and I have been noticing David's doing pretty well. I feel like he's finally hitting a stride and he's kind of relaxing a bit. He's doing better in challenges. I feel like he's a little more natural around the people that he's with and not so like frazzled. Mm-hmm. So good for David.
0: Yeah, He's gotten back under the radar a little bit, which was what he needed.
4: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um,
3: Scott, what about you? Um, so obviously like for me like the Michaela like tribal is like the big thing um, I also was like kind of a big fan of the challenges this episode
2: mm-hmm.
3: um, I really liked the little like like toss the I forget which one but it was like the, you shoot the basket and then like it goes down the little tube and then yeah. you gotta like I don't know like work the ball through the tube thing uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know I just thought it was I thought they were really interesting and I was really entertained throughout all of them. I think we had like one tribe do really bad in one of them and then they like at the start and then they came back and like got second. Mm-hmm. I think it was the orange
2: tribe.
1: Uh, I think you're right. Yeah, and then the per- yeah, I don't know if I, I don't remember if that was I think it was reward. I think the orange tribe came from behind in both challenges. Um cuz there was definitely an immunity. Well, I cause there was the one challenge where they had the 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 balls that were in the bag and they had to like spin it around the thing. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
1: They were like behind on that. They were they weren't as far behind as in the immunity challenge. The immunity challenge they came from way back.
3: Yeah. And that was the one where they had to like wind up like basically putting the ball on the little like ledge, basically. Yeah, that was right? the reward.
2: Yeah, yeah that reward. was part of the reward challenge yeah, yeah, yeah. i thought like
3: he's of that challenge hard, so i'm like
1: <laughs> i yeah i really like the challenges for the most part i think that they were they were extremely physical which i don't know the fact that True. both of them were so physical isn't my favorite thing that they were like in the same episode
4: they were yeah they were both like you better have some aim yeah
1: they were pretty similar yeah. Yeah, which that that isn't my favorite thing. I like it when it's like, here's an immunity challenge and here, or here's a reward challenge and here's an immunity challenge. And they're like requiring of different skill sets or like at least there's like one or two overlaps, but like other things are different. This felt pretty like one dimensional both times. Yeah. Um, and like the challenges, I think, in their own right were good. It's just just
4: interesting that they put them both in one episode. Yeah,
1: it's the fact that they were in one episode that, like, is my criticism of them.
4: Yeah. I think I
3: appreciate, I think I've began to appreciate, like, not that I don't like challenges that have, like, a lot of, like, a puzzle aspect, but I appreciate when there's, like, some that don't, aren't so, like, Mm puzzle-based. Yeah. Because I feel like, I don't know, I just like they're a little bit more entertaining for me. Mm -hmm. That they're better or anything, but I don't know. Just, yeah. I just feel like they're all having to do with a puzzle, but so it's good when they're not. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I love this reward challenge. Um, <laughs> partially because we like reproduced one of the elements for like the survivor thing that we made the uh, like the big perch with the balls on it. Mm-hmm. We like built, which was really fun to do in person. Um, yeah, I think that's a really fun challenge, but yeah, they're they're thematically similar which is a bummer
2: yeah
3: and the last thing on this but like i was really confused on the one where they had to start out like spiraling the balls through the little thing why the orange tribe like they've got chris and they opted to like lift zeke i think when they could have just lifted david yeah and that probably would have helped them out (laughs) but i digress Mm. They wound up working out,
2: but just like high school football.
3: <laughs> I don't really know how it applies. I just wanted to play it.
0: <laughs> uh, Adam, did you have a favorite moment that we didn't hit yet?
1: Um, I don't know if it was a favorite moment, something else I, I guess worth talking about. I think we've hit pretty much the big things that I like. I would like to talk about um, something that was really unfortunate uh, for Michelle was that they won the personal chef and uh, David and Chris and Zeke are all like being the grossest human beings
2: Uh
1: I've ever seen in my life. I was going to ask what you
0: guys thought about the burp and fart symphony.
1: Yeah, and like (laughs) you're just watching Michelle and you feel so bad for her in this moment.
2: (laughs) That's disgusting. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Yeah, like I know you're on the island, but like Come on!
1: <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was unfortunate.
3: <laughs> I could see like the farts maybe being uncontrollable, but like you can control if you're
1: belching, right? Right. Well, and doing it like they're all sitting like really
4: close yeah, to each other, right right next to each other. Locked. It's like yeah, spread, like, spread out away. a little bit, like,
1: exactly.
3: <laughs> like have some courtesy. Come on.
4: I all honestly right. got to a point where I was like, "Is this like a?" A track like sounds like, that they're playing to like make this more dramatic, or is this real? It was crazy. It was
0: such a long scene, too. Yeah, it was it was so so some of the best fart content on survivor history, though, I'd say. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, let's hit some of the other points that we didn't talk about too much. Um, in the opener, we talked about this opening scene where Adam talks to Taylor. Um, And we like made fun of it, but we've talked before about like the value of coming back from tribal council, either having just been the blindsider or the blindsidee and like damage controlling well. And I think that Adam definitely takes that to heart. The question I have for you is, do you think that he approached this well in the tactic and the timing of his approaching Taylor? Um, Adam, as his namesake, what did you think about Adam? adam's approach to this conversation
1: uh first of all i mean you brought it up as his namesake it's really like trippy for me to hear you talk about adam on survivor and <laughs> not be referring to me um i i think adam has a general idea of what he is supposed to do yeah but he doesn't execute it well and this is like that's just generally the way he plays the game um Like he just he has this idea like I know I'm supposed to do this or I know that like I'm supposed to damage control or I know that I'm supposed to like just be talking to people and try to figure out like, you know, Mm -hmm. or act this way. But he just doesn't do it super well all the time. Yeah. Um, I think this is an example of it where he is like. He's admitting what he did, which is good. But he never offers Taylor any sort of but or like reconciliation opportunity. It's more just like. I did it. Now we got to move on. I screwed you. Yeah. I lied to you, and I screwed you. And like he doesn't, he doesn't try to take away because especially for this vote out because it's it's Taylor losing Figgy, right? Um, he doesn't do anything to sort of mitigate the like personal aspect of this betrayal.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It, it's purely like, hey, you lost someone you trusted. It's like, no, no, you lost someone that like. You were in a relationship with.
0: Yeah, if you, Jeff would have married you last night if you wanted it.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and I ruined that. <laughs> yeah. You were going to get married on Survivor, and I ruined it.
2: <laughs>
0: it was like the Rugrats movie when Chucky runs down the aisle and objects to his dad's wedding. <laughs> I was Chucky. <laughs> <laughs> When I voted out Figgy,
3: <laughs> which I just did,
0: which I just did, <laughs> can I remind you about how I Adam Klein, made the decision to vote out your girlfriend?
3: Well, we gotta move on
0: <laughs> I think that like I think that's a good observation though, Adam, and that what we see you know in even like next episode as we'll get to there when we get there, and like in his game this season. We've seen like some examples of this um already, but Adam is the type of player who is always going to attempt to make the best possible move even if it has a very high degree of difficulty. And so like in this case, it's the okay, the best move is to vote Figgy out align with the Gen Xers but then also regain Taylor's trust, and he's going to go for it, right? Yeah. Even if, like, you know, someone else may say, like, all right, I'm going to, like, cut my losses here and here and make this move, he, like, is always going for the highest degree of difficulty. And, like, like you said, it doesn't always work out very well. Um, But, you, yeah, it, like, indicates that he at least has the vision for what the ideal move would be. Right. But is it like the reasonable or possible move? You know, I don't know. Um, Another note that I wanted to make about this season, did you guys or this episode? Did you catch the little scene where um, Taylor and Ken were like talking about politics and like millennials (laughs) not really caring about politics? You remember? remember
4: Yeah, you were you had walked out of the room at that point and i think we were talking about like michaela better not leave so we kind of talked over that but i came back i was like what is happening
0: uh this episode aired on november 2nd 2016
4: okay Oof. all
0: right Oof,
3: yeah which what is uh what was one day before yeah right? one day after right i don't know
1: one day before so like, it was around yeah it was <laughs>
0: one of those like very meta like survivor moments where it's like you know they included this small meaningless scene because yeah. it's like election day when it's right, airing.
1: probably like fed to them by a producer of some sort Oh,
0: interesting yeah it could have been yeah I just like I remember not
1: the survivor scripted
0: of course not <laughs> yeah I like remember seeing the air date um, and being like huh that's interesting. Yeah,
2: Definitely. it have been intentional been
3: like months before. Yeah. Right. Before we knew who like actually was running. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah,
0: that's true. Yeah, like of course they're getting in small conversations about politics on the island, right? Like just include one here on the episode, right? On election day. Um let's talk about this storyline where Hannah and Jay have the sense that Brett is a cop who, and he is a cop. Um, and Brett is instead uh, telling them that he's a funeral director. Uh, <laughs> first of all, who's the better fake cop, Tony or Brett? <laughs> Tony, for sure. <laughs> what, uh, talk this out. Why is Tony, What? why was Tony's fake cop uh, better than Brett's? I guess it's the, actually the opposite. Who's the better Real cop pretending to not be a cop. What do you, what's the shorthand of that?
3: I feel like Brett may have, I don't know. I feel like Brett was more like subdued. Like Tony, I could feel seriously be like, oh, no, you, yeah, you are. I
0: don't know. Jeff, Jeff, as a construction worker, I have to be very careful so nobody takes my tools.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, that was the thing, was Tony was so like adamant, like, like, I have this other job. That's what it is. Yeah. Whereas Brett, it was like they would ask him questions and he would just kind of answer. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's what I do. Like, who knows? But like, my favorite line was from I think it was Jay who was like, yeah, yeah you put him in a uniform. I could see running away from him as I'm lighting a bonfire on the beach. That's yeah. like,
2: uh-huh. probably my
1: favorite line. That's so
3: specific, right? I
2: know. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I thought that was
0: funny, too. (laughs) Talk about, like, two more different personalities, though, between Brett and Tony.
3: Who would you rather get pulled over by, Tony or Brett? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, a good question. (laughs) Like, if if I I hadn't
0: seen them play Survivor.
1: I don't know. I don't know enough about them. Tony reminds me too much of uh...
4: a llama. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well <laughs> what's his name from the Fast and the Furious the bald guy yeah. Vin, Vin Diesel Diesel. Vin Diesel. he reminds me too much of like Vin Diesel wannabe kind of person and Brett like I feel like I don't know I feel like if I saw Brett like getting out of his car after he pulled me over I'd be like what is happening <laughs>
3: like, yeah. I see like Brett like he's a cop he goes to work he does his thing. He goes home. Right. Yeah. His
1: life isn't being a cop. It's... I see Tony
3: like trying to excel at being a cop. <laughs> <laughs> right. I see him like taking extra target practice, you know, like doing yeah. all this stuff. Because
1: and... Brett's like, Brett's like, he's a Boston cop. So he's like, his whole thing is like he's a Bostonian first and a cop second, whereas Tony is a cop first.
0: Actually, I'm not a cop. <laughs> uh sir do you know why i'm pulling you over this evening uh no officer i don't know what...
2: exactly what I you were
3: going 55
2: and a 54
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: yeah i think that uh definitely in the fake cop power rankings tony takes the cake there's another tony reference this episode did you rem- guys catch that i thought it was um it was like Will says, like, so-and-so is playing a very Tony Vlachos-esque
1: game.
2: Yeah, I was like, I, hey, I I met a meta-survivor comment a that I we understood. know.
1: <laughs> What'd you say? I said, I remember that because it happened, and I was like, that's a reference I understand. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Usually that happens, and you're like, I don't know what it means that they're like this player. <laughs> but this is when we get.
1: That's the thing, though. Like, I don't know. I don't feel like Will... Because Will was saying that Michaela was playing a very Tony Vlacho style game, right? Yeah. yeah, which I don't feel like was accurate. Uh-huh. Like, Kayla wasn't behaving radically in any way, shape, or form. She just like saw the game.
3: Yeah, we're really normalizing Tony's game at this.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, Michaela's not going
0: around, uh, you know, swearing on his family members or. Um,
2: Building getting spy yeah, getting yes. in
0: spy shacks, or um, I don't know, telling people that she's not a cop.
2: Right.
0: Um, I think I thought it would be interesting to to compare this uh, millennial on millennial crime from this episode to the last one, where in both cases we have a tribe where it's a majority millennial. Um, grouping who votes out one of their own. Last time, of course, it was Figgy. This time, it was Michaela. Um, What do you think was like similar and different about these two vote-outs as far as like the strategy behind it um, and like the reasoning behind it? Do you guys think to make this comparison at all?
1: I (laughs) know.
2: (laughs) so so this is like
1: the thing about figgy was she was targeted early on because because of her alliance like not necessarily that anyone thought that she was like incredibly smart or conniving or anything like that like she was targeted early on because of her alliance because she had she had at least one person wrapped around her finger and then had two other people you know the popular group yeah and people were kind of like, no, nah, that's not that's not cool. That's not going to fly. Um, whereas Michaela was targeted because of who she was, of what she could potentially be
2: in the game. Yeah. I think, too, you see like the, the people doing the
3: like making the choice are coming at it from two different places. Like Adam is like was clearly like the swing vote. So he's kind of forced to make a decision Mm-hmm. Whereas Jay kind of sought this one out, like he yeah. didn't have to do the Michaela vote. He could have easily just went with, you know, Gen Xer and whatever. So it was more like, I want to say like pointed or like he definitely tried to do this.
4: Man, the more I think about it, the more I think of Jay's decision to do this is just a like a straight power move because yeah. he was like at one point he was saying Michaela is thinking steps and steps ahead and in his decision to vote her out he's trying to think steps and steps ahead and he's positioning himself as the leader of his alliance and i
2: was going to say that
1: was the thing was they were actively criticizing her for thinking like deep into the game and the reason they voted her out was because of reasons deep into the game yeah which like that didn't feel like a fair like like, like, oh man I don't you know beyond like I don't want to go up against someone else who's thinking deep into the game right
4: right it's like oh she's thinking that I should do that too I don't want to deal with her later right bye (laughs) I think
0: like this is one of the examples of the way that like um I think like men and women are treated differently in Survivor 2 whereas Mm -hmm. like never are you going to hear someone say about a man we have to get rid of them because they're thinking so deep into the game. Like it's the expectation, right? But Michaela as a woman, they look at her who is and say, wow, she's thinking deep into the game. She's actually a threat. We need to get rid of her.
1: Well, and I feel like one of the things that they even pointed out was that she remembered like people's names. (laughs) (laughs) She didn't catch that. I, I swear. Like one of the things that they criticized was like, like she was talking about like this person, this person and will or Jay was like, I don't even remember who that is. And it was like, because she has a better memory than you, like, um, yeah, attention to what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Because she knows what's happening in this game. <laughs> like, yeah.
0: Yeah. We hate to lose her. Uh, great for the show. Has made the first part of this game very enjoyable. Sucks that she's not deeper in it. Um, for our listeners at home, if you want more Michaela, you can watch the following season because she returns in Survivor Game Changers. Um, not a great season, though. The other but there is more, Michaela.
1: <laughs> the other the other big difference I think that we should also point out is that this is Adam's second time targeting Figgy. Sure. So he's he's come after Figgy before and got blindsided. So I don't know if you think that someone's a threat and you have an opportunity to take them out again, I, it kind of makes sense to take them out again. Whereas Jay
2: decided to target Michaela in this moment. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a good point, too. And you're like now like losing people's trust for the first time instead of like doubling down on what you've already done.
2: Right. Well,
1: and this is they keep saying it in the season. I don't know if we've said it on the episode, but like you don't really know who you trust until you go to tribal. Yeah. And like this was kind of one of those moments, too, where it was like. I I guess we said it. I. I think I said it last episode where like one of the big drawbacks of being on the green tribe and never going the tribal is you never really develop any sort of deeper relationship with people because you never have to put anything to the test. And, you know, this is one of those moments where suddenly people have to suddenly people
2: have to put things to the test. Yeah. And in the case of Hannah, what she found out was that people don't trust her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sucks to lose Michaela.
0: I think the last thing to ask here before we get into the fantasy survivor is like, obviously this is a large shakeup, not only on this tribe, but in like dynamics of alliances and the whole game. Um, Who do you think the biggest other than, of course, Michaela, who's not in the game anymore of the remaining players, who do you think gains the most from Michaela being voted out? Who do you think? Mm -hmm. Um, is now in a significantly worse position um, because of
2: this power shift. Um, This is hard because it's three tribes and we have to think about how they're going to come together. Mm -hmm.
0: I think it's fair to say that, like, obviously, uh, not Michelle, Hannah, who was also blindsided, right? Like this. Proves to her that at least as far as Jay and Will are concerned, she's like not trustworthy, you know, or like able to come alongside with a move with them. Um So that probably at least in the short term is bad for Hannah, but it could also be a wake up call for her to not put her eggs so deeply into that basket.
3: I think you even look at like. The non cool kid millennials like Adam, Zeke, we always said Hannah, like mm-hmm. they just lost somebody that they probably definitely could have teamed up with like an easy, low hanging fruit, so to speak, to like sure. grab an alliance, like
1: make an alliance with. I, I want to say that I think like Jay and Will and Taylor and Michelle lose out on this too, because I like, I don't know how millennial hoe Michaela would have been during the merge but up until this point like that's what she's been advocating for is like millennials are going to team up and then the millennials are going to split yeah like, that's that's how this is going to go and so I think like in part like Jay will Taylor and Michelle lose a person who was potentially really going to advocate for millennials sticking together that's a good point
0: yeah like a unifying person for the millennials right yeah that's true and if you break down yeah like if i don't know i don't know if you can break down fully the like remaining millennial numbers and like who is more likely to vote with gen xers but yeah this could be like an further isolate that group of cool kids um in such a way that seems good in the moment but maybe is not
2: well, yeah, and that's the thing
1: is by leaving Gen Xers in the game, the cool kid millennial group are leaving people for the millennials that don't like their group to team up with. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And that's, you know, I don't know. I don't know. This this is one of those things like this is such this was honestly a pretty good episode. Like this is probably one of my favorites of the season, even though we lose Michaela.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but we get we get like a decent reason why we see some real mix up in like what's potentially gonna happen and how the game is really changing um now that like Jay and Will are willing to make
2: some moves.
1: I don't know. This this was a really interesting episode and I have no idea what's happening next. <laughs> like yeah. who knows?
3: Yeah, we saw a lot from like a lot of new players. This episode I feel like like Will, Hannah mm-hmm. they, all, they all of a sudden got some some screen time mm-hmm. and we, they really haven't before to this point
2: yeah
1: it feels like so many people can decide it, like I feel like in previous seasons of Survivor that we've watched there's been a few people who like they're kind of running the game and there are some people who have more power than they realize and they never really use it and then You know, the game just kind of dwindles down into who kind of has the bigger alliance, who has the bigger trust, who doesn't have that one person who's willing to flip. And this feels like literally anyone could make a move Mm -hmm. to fundamentally change the game.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. The way that like survivor shifts, especially in this era, is like the term is voting blocks. Right. And so now instead of it, basically alliances are more fluid where instead of necessarily like okay here's my group of seven that i'm rock solid with it's instead and david wright does a really good job of like explaining this on the show of like here's the group of people that i can trust and that have an aligned interest with me for this vote you know like and that group of people can shift maybe from vote to vote um and yeah to your point too with like the power thing like it's so easy when somebody has individual immunity, right? They're like, all right, I'm safe. I'm gonna go for it, right? Yeah. Um, and that's not necessarily what happens this episode, but um yeah. I-, I think you're right that like the voting, the potential of who could get voted out each episode is a lot more um broad than in earlier iterations of Survivor, where it is, you know, can oftentimes be one of these four people on the min- like minority group.
2: Okay, anything else before we move on to our fantasy survivor parts?
4: Let's go.
0: Let's go. Do we do participation trophies and then scoring? We usually do it at the end. Yeah, but what order do we do?
4: Particip-
1: participation trophies at the end.
0: <laughs> After scoring. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. So for this episode, um, there's no idols or advantages that are found. Sadly, Emily loses Michaela in this episode, but they did win a reward. So there's five points there for Michaela. When all things are said and done in episode seven, Scott's motor morons tribe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Scott, you get 45 points this episode, bringing your grand total up to 260 points. The yeah. avocado No Toast Tribe pulls a cool 65 points despite losing Michaela, bringing your total up to 335. And Adams Apple Squares pulls in 70 points and gains 5 points on the lead. Um, your total now is 365 points.
4: I swear you could do an R and Jesus and still be in the lead. <laughs> He's so mad. Nope.
3: I thought I had a good like little run there. I'm like, man, I gotta be getting closer. No. Nope.
2: Scott, <laughs> you're be getting closer.
0: Your problem is that like your tribe uh, like isn't scoring. <laughs> it's not that you like have so few people. Like
3: it's just that like they're there, they survived yeah, like, you got right. <laughs> you've got
0: Hannah who voted incorrectly, so there's like five points off the top there, and then two purples um, who didn't win reward
2: yeah.
1: right? well the the other issue with this particular episode was that Emily has pretty much the entire green tribe, <laughs> right okay. so there's no surviving tribal, there's no voting correctly for pretty much anyone else except for. Yeah, you know, who's on RNGesus? Jesus? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, Emily, you did have the one green. You didn't have the one green that voted incorrectly, other than Michaela. Ah,
4: that's true. Well, and
0: Michaela. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. We're hanging in. <laughs> uh, Emily, having lost Michaela, your tribe is now down to Sunday, Jay, Will, and Brett. Um, what do you think about your tribe's hopes going forward?
4: Uh, it's not looking good, sir. <laughs> I pulled out and when we were watching, I was like, I do not have the winner of Survivor on my tribe. I just don't. <laughs> I think, and what's interesting too, because Brett and Sunday are kind of a pair right now, as are Jay and Will. That's a good point. I don't like that. I don't like that I have so much homogeneity in my tribe.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you have that four-person voting block all on yeah. your
4: tribe. We're about to go
1: into a merge, though. That's like, true.
4: Things get so, shaken up. So,
1: I mean, the fact that you have you know two two-person voting blocks could help because...
4: Well, yeah, Gen X and Millennials both. That's a good split, I suppose. We'll see what happens. That's the thing is, like, once we hit merge, things will be different for everybody.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: We'll see how that goes.
0: Indeed. Um, let's get to our participation trophies, which we hand out to the MVP of each episode who performed the best, um, in this one episode, Adam, would you like to go first and award your participation trophy?
1: Um, I mean, as much as it pains me, I feel like Jay probably deserves it. He orchestrated getting Michaela out. She was definitely a threat to him because he was... She's a very incredible player in this game. Um, I don't know that he did it particularly well, but you know, mm-hmm. good enough for a participation trophy, I guess.
0: Do you think that after this tribal council, Jay's going to come back to camp and say to Hannah, I screwed you. I lied to you and I screwed you.
1: <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> uh,
0: believe it or not, that's Jay's first participation trophy on the season.
1: He hasn't done much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's been front and center, but yeah, he hasn't really had a signature yeah, move yet.
1: That's the thing. He's been on camera, but hasn't really made that many moves. So,
0: yeah. uh, Emily, who gets your participation trophy?
4: Listen, I can't give her a million dollars, but I will give her a participation trophy, and that goes to Michaela.
0: Michaela in a blaze of I don't glory. Care.
4: I told Adam, I was like, I want to give her a participation trophy for the rest of the season, <laughs> which I'll try not to do to actually be a part of this podcast. But just know that she's my pig. We would have
0: to institute a rule that the player has to be in the episode <laughs> in <laughs> order to receive a participation trophy. Yes, you trophy. actually
1: have participated in the episode yeah.
2: again. <laughs> uh, what? Scott,
3: what about you? Um, I want to be different, but nobody else really... Stood out to me so my participant, my trophy goes to um Jay, yeah, just because it took some major stones to pull that move off and also to survive that stare down from Michaela, yeah.
1: So good on him, he gets the trophy. That is the weird thing about this episode like, so many people were front and center, no one really did a lot. So,
3: nothing really consequential happened besides the tribal council thing, I feel like, yeah, true. So,
1: yeah,
0: I'm like thinking about this, too. I just yeah, I don't know who other than Jay you could give a point to. You could maybe make an argument for Zeke having received the intel from David. Yeah, Uh, you could, I guess, make an argument. F- no, you really couldn't for Adam. You could maybe nope. make one for Taylor for getting all that info from Adam. Um, I don't know. Like, I think it has to be Jay. You could maybe make one for Brett or Sunday for surviving, but they didn't really, they weren't active
2: (laughs) Um, decision
0: makers in that. So yeah, mine goes to Jay as well. Big episode for Jay. Well, that will just about do it on today's episode of outwatch a survivor rewatch podcast. If you're not already subscribed, you're going to want to do that because we're getting right into the heart of survivor millennials versus gen X And you're not going to want to miss what happens next. Uh, Make sure to subscribe to, well, you don't subscribe to a Twitter account. You follow them at Outwatch Podcast. And uh, drop your suggestions for hot Outwatch merch in um, the Twitter mentions. And we may just make that happen. Um, Next time on Outwatch... We will be reacting, recapping, rewatching episode eight of this season titled I'm the Kingpin. We'll see you then.